Those companies that have attached themselves to their customers' biggest business issues have done really well. You're listening to the Audible Ready Podcast, the show that helps you and your teams sell more faster. We'll feature sales leaders sharing their best insights on how to create a sales engine that helps you fuel repeatable revenue growth. Presented by the team at Force Management, a leader in B2B sales effectiveness. Let's get started. Hello, I'm Rachel Klepp-Miller with the Audible Ready Podcast. Today, we are talking about nearing the end of the year. We're doing it. 2020 is about to wrap up. And we tend to talk about the same things every year at this time, encouraging everybody to come up with a plan to make the plan next year. But this year is a, is a bit different as many of us have learned a lot of lessons. John Kaplan joins me. Hi, John. Hey, Rachel. Yeah, you know, in some ways this year can't end fast enough. And uh, in other ways, it, it's been a real amazing year. So I'm looking forward to digging in on the topic. Yeah. In our conversations, John, I know that you've mentioned often that the pandemic is a great teacher and and we can learn a lot of things in times like this. And why are you passionate about that point? Yeah. I mean, I, I call 2020 the great teacher and no matter who you are or where you are in the world, we all have learned something about ourselves this year. And so, you know, 2020, has been like boats in the harbor. And, you know, the amazing thing about 2020 and the boats in the harbor is that at the beginning of the year, all of the boats went down with the lower water level in the harbor kind of at the same time, but not all our boats rose together at the same time. And so you got to ask yourself, why did some boats raise back up and others have not and, and, and maybe will not? Yeah, it's a it's a metaphor for organizations out there, and a lot of salespeople individually or sales leaders are assessing their year, where their waterline is, and determining their key action steps for next year. And like I said, we always touch on that concept of the plan to make the plan, and many of us are looking at that plan much differently. Yeah, I mean, no matter what, you still have a a number to hit next year. You need to see the opportunity, even in this environment, and, and you, you have to make a plan to make a plan. You need to determine your plan to make a plan, but you also need the context of how you're going to do that with what you've learned this year. And so I think it's really, really important as you put together your plan to make the plan, you really put it in the context of what you've learned this year. Right. You, you make a good point. Even if, even if you're still struggling in a, in a foggy sales environment, those quarters keep coming. Right. Yeah. Um, and it's important to assess what, what we've learned and, and adjust course. And we've had several conversations about this idea, especially as we reflect, you know, even at force management on what our own plan to make our plan is. Yeah. I mentioned the, the boats that will raise back up and others that won't. And I'm going to borrow an aviation metaphor to help kind of set the stage. Uh, You know, in aviation, there's a critical protocol and sequence that they teach all pilots called aviate, navigate, and communicate. You know, in times of emergency, you'll, you'll hear pilots refer to this as first fly the plane. And the best example I can give you of this story 
is the story about the miracle on the Hudson. And all of us have heard the story of Captain Chesley Sully Sullenberger and U.S. Airways Flight 1549. And you know, that made an incredible emergency landing in the Hudson River, you know, in New York, saving the lives of, of uh, all 155 passengers on board. But, you know, most of us don't know why or how Sully and the crew performed so well on that day. So all pilots are taught that in the first signs of danger, they must get control of the airplane. And Flight 1549 was struck by a freakish scenario where several birds flew into both engines and, and took both engines out. You know, within seconds, Captain Sullenberger took control of the airplane from his co-pilot and had performed, you know, the, the co-pilot who had performed the takeoff. And then Sullenberger had to get a feel for the airplane, what it was doing, what it was going to be able to do. And so in a sense, he really did first fly the plane, or as they teach you in school, aviate. He aviated first. Yeah, it's just kind of, you know, doing what you doing what you know and this metaphor that you just need to keep keep going, do what you know. And then once you're doing that, then what do you do? Yeah. So the next part of the critical protocol is to to navigate. So first you you know, you uh you aviate and Next, you navigate and, and continuing on the story, Sully had to immediately figure out where this plane was going. If you've seen the movie, there's a heart pounding scene where the pilots are looking out the window of the cockpit, ripping their heads from one side of the plane to the to the next, you know, using their instruments to make the calculations on how they might be able to get safely to the ground. So within seconds, they had a few scenarios and a few seconds later, they had only one, and that was to put down in the water. So they first flew the plane, they aviated, understood what was possible, and then they navigated. And then the last thing they did was get on the radio and communicate with air traffic control. So there's no doubt in my mind that if they had not followed that protocol, all would have been lost on that day. And, and I actually knew somebody who was on that plane. So, so what does that have to do with 2020? You know, I've found a huge correlation to this concept and why some companies performed well in 2020. So at Force Management, we unconsciously, competently, with unconscious competence, so we, we followed this same protocol. And with three weeks to go in the quarter of this year, we were experienced record performance in the company. And, and then like the rest of the world, both our engines caught on fire and we were in an emergency situation and, you know, we quickly assessed the airplane, understood what she was capable of, headed in a very specific direction, and then focused heavily on communicating with our employees, our customers, and our investors. So 2020 for force management has really been analogous to this emergency protocol of aviate, navigate, and communicate. Yeah. And for us as salespeople and sales leaders, again, it's, it's doing what we know how to do. Sully knew how to f fly that plane and to know what you're capable of and to keep executing against it, uh, have a disciplined way of executing against what you know how to do. The other focus as, as you plan for next year, as it, as it always is, is to keep the focus on your buyer and the problems you solve.
Yeah. So really great point. That that's my next big takeaway for, for me for 2020. So you've heard me say over and over again, those companies that have attached themselves to their customers, biggest business issues have done really well. 2020 has been so confusing and noisy that, that most companies, including us at force management got maniacally prioritized on our most critical business issues. So those parties and sellers that have attached themselves to those critical business issues have done business with us this year. So this concept is as old as dirt. Attach yourself to your customer's biggest business issue. Make yourself relevant. Make yourself urgent. Big business issues are accompanied by big dollars for spending and big dollars for spending are accompanied by big people with power and influence. Yeah, and make sure you're aligned on how the answers to what we call the essential questions may have have changed. What problems do you solve? How do you solve those problems? How do you do it better and or differently than your competition? And what's your what's your proof? If you're a sales leader, you want to make sure your organization is aligned on, on those changes. If you're a sales rep, it's having a great understanding of the, those answers and how you solve those problems in, in this environment and your proof. Yeah. I mean, so well put 2020, the essential questions that you just talked about, what problems do you solve for your customers? How specifically do you solve them? How do you solve them differently or better? And where have you done it before? What I've seen very specifically this year is that those companies that have gotten, again, maniacally focused on the answers to those four essential questions, especially what problems do you solve for your customers? And just not assuming that in 2020, as 2020 unfolded, the problems are the same that they were in 2019. They absolutely were not. So there were different emphasis, different areas of focus. All of our customers' customers were under siege. Like I said, everybody's boat went down in the harbor. And so those companies that really, really got close to those answers and then helped their sellers by enabling their sellers understand what those changes were. And then the sellers owning the responsibility of aligning themselves and their solution to the answers to those four essential questions for their customers those are the people that killed it in 2020. So I really, really want you to remember that as you're preparing for 2021. And really, John, as always in sales, like we said earlier, right? You still have numbers to hit, make your plan for success. And don't just sit back hoping this environment that we're in is going to change. Yeah. I mean, it's such a, you know, if you think about this, this image of, you know, somebody going into a cave. There's a big difference this year for me. There were, and I've mentioned this before, there were a lot of, and there's no judgment. I mean, we all were dealing with similar, but different stuff, right? So there were some people that went into a cave, some companies and people that went into a cave and just hunkered down. It's like kind of, you know, in the game of Thrones, winter is coming. And, and so they went into the cave and they, they scrounged whatever they could do. They got the basic essentials and necessities and they just, they were sitting in there waiting, waiting it out. And again, no judgment, but I saw a difference in some other in individuals and companies that were, that, that left the cave quickly and, you know, went out and tried to capitalize on opportunities. And so a couple of takeaways for me in this regard. So I think it's important for us to remember 
that we were built for challenge and change. So there's a concept out there that I really love. It's called the, the psychological immune system and, or, you know, I, I put kind of these two together, the warrior's mentality. So God designed us in a really, really cool way. He gave us a psychological immune system and our psychological immune system is very similar to our physical immune system. So when we go through sickness and trauma, you know, our bodies have an immune response like antibodies, if you will. So when difficult things happen to us, we have the ability to become stronger for the next time something similar or more difficult happens. But unfortunately, most of us don't know how to tap into our own psychological immune system. So we get amnesia. We forget how tough we are, what difficult times we've been through in the past. And that's why I like to call it tapping into our warrior's mentality. The warrior's mentality is the knowledge and the memory that we have all been through bad things before and we have emerged. In many cases, we've emerged better than the, when the difficulty began. So for me, that's why 2020 has been a great teacher and prepared us for a great 2021. When this year started, when it started to unravel and you know at a rapid and alarming rate, you know I was able to remember. I was freaked out like everybody else, but I was blessed because I was able to remember this concept of a psychological immune system and the warrior's mentality. And I continued to tell myself that not only is there a high probability that this too shall pass, but also there's a high probability that I will have an opportunity to emerge a better version of myself, just like what's happened in the past for me. So this is something really, really important to remember right now, especially again, thinking about going into 2021. Right. And, and that's a good reminder for all of you out there who are listening right now, you have this opportunity to emerge better. I'm just getting all jacked up as we're going through this. I'm, I'm, I'm motivating myself as we're going through this. So I, I'd like to close Rachel, if you're okay with it on a, a quote from JFK. And, and I think it sums it up really, really well on, you know, how we need to assess 2020 and make a plan for 2021. And so the quote is this, the Chinese use two brush strokes to write the word crisis. One brushstroke stands for danger, the other for opportunity. In a crisis, be aware of the danger, but recognize the opportunity. And so just to kind of summarize that as you assess 2020, as you look at 2021, remember opportunities where you've had the opportunity or where you'll need to have the opportunity, first fly the plane, Whatever plane you have right now, fly it full throttle. Next, ask yourself, am I attaching myself to the biggest business issues facing my customers? Am I making myself relevant and urgent? So get mastery on the answers to those four essential questions, both at the company level and at the individual level. And then remember, you were purpose built to be a warrior. Tap into your psychological immune system. Understand that whatever difficulty you're going through, there's a high probability it will pass. And there's a high probability that you will emerge a greater version of yourself. So right now, prepare yourself to go crush 2021. Oh, let's do it. 
Thank you, John. That's a great My way. My pleasure. All right. Thank you to all of you for listening. We have several plan to make the plan resources as you figure out your own plan uh, for, for next year. That's in the show notes. Be sure to check it out. Thank you for listening to the Audible Ready podcast. At Force Management, we're focused on transforming sales organizations into elite teams. Our proven methodologies deliver programs that build company alignment and fuel repeatable revenue growth. Give your teams the ability to execute the growth strategy at the point of sale. Our strength is our experience. The proof is in our results. Let's get started. Visit us at forcemanagement.com. You've been listening to the Audible Ready Podcast. To not miss an episode, subscribe to the show in your favorite podcast player. Until next time.